0: Happy Tuesday everyone. I'm your host Jasmine Patterson and you're listening to The Beyond Ordinary Show, your weekly companion to living a beyond ordinary life. The Beyond Ordinary Show is sponsored by Ellie Nelly. Make sure to visit EllieNelly.com, that's dot com to help me, your host, keep this show rolling and keep some food on the table. Now, let's jump right into it. Last week we had personal trainer, fitness coach, nutritionist, Savannah Carver, the owner of Knee Coaching on the show. And she talked to us about our physical health, right? So our physical health is gonna be the foundation for this Beyond Ordinary Wellness, the series that we're doing right now. And it's really important to understand that if we don't take care of our bodies, whether that's nutrition and sleep and just making sure we're moving it, we can't really, get to where we need to be because it's going to increase how we feel, the chemicals our body produces, and just so much. So hopefully you got a lot of value out of that episode. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about our mental health dimension, right? So previously, when I was talking about the five dimensions of a beyond ordinary life, as far as health and wellness, I previously talked about mental health really being what's going on inside our mind. And When I'm thinking mind, I'm also thinking mentality, which a lot of people don't really break that word down. We just say it, but we don't really have an understanding of what that means. So our mentality is going to be our capacity for thought, right? So it's going to be the way that we look at things, our optimism, our outlook, our orientation, a lot of O words here, right? And I keep getting bugged about an episode I had earlier where... I was talking about how important it is to kind of show up and show out and put goals into place and become who you want to be and who you need to be by, you know, challenging yourself in opportunity costs. And in that episode, I was talking about the Memphis Grizzlies athlete, John Morant. And if you pay any attention to the NBA at all or sports news, you know that John Morant has been making really bad decisions lately. And I really... it would be interesting to start off this episode as we're talking about mental health with john Morant because i also did another episode where i was talking about scarcity versus abundance and how when we are living in scarcity we have our minds on a goal and we work toward it because we have to and what i'm saying with john moran is i'm seeing a guy who achieved like, to the top of what you want to achieve. The man got to the NBA, and now he's backtracking. And I like what Shannon Sharp, he's another sports announcer, I like what he said, where he was saying John Morant was hustling backwards. And I want you to hear some words from Shannon Sharp about what Ja is doing. I wish Ja would realize that he's not a, thug. Ja is a really Ja is a really good basketball player. John did everything he could to lift himself and his family out of this type of environment and to get away from this and for some reason he wants to surround himself with these type of people why bro you not hard that's not your life people that in that life would give anything to be in your life Great, for some reason you are worth 30 you worth a, you got a 200 million dollar contract and you want people in the nba to thank you hood to thank you gangster Because you roll with these type of people, bro, you putting yourself in harm's way when you don't have to. So essentially what Shannon Sharp is saying here is that John Morant's mentality is not equal to the position he has awarded himself and earned for himself. And so today, what I really want to explain as we're talking about the mental health dimension is that sometimes it can go really bad and that causes us to make bad life choices so it's really important to not only understand what mental health is and entails but also understand how we can be affected by it and then what to do when we are and how we can help other people but breaking this down just to make sure you get a full understanding of mental health right so it's going to encompass our creativity our curiosity our intellectual ability our understanding and clarity of the world as well as our ability to cope so if i'm explaining all those out really quickly for you guys creativity is going to be finding solutions i think of creativity not just as i can make art i can do things but it's like i can figure something out i can make something happen i can solve problems and to solve problems it takes cure like creativity it's also going to take curiosity um so curiosity is going to be that willingness to learn and explore the willingness to gain new skills and interests. It's also going to be reading and challenging your mind. So really just that ability to want to learn, to want to figure things out, which leads us right into intellectual ability, which is our ability to solve problems and make decisions. So we're actually being able to use our minds and use what we put into it from our curiosity and be creative and make things happen, you know, use our knowledge pretty much. Um, It's also going to be an understanding and clarity of the world. So you have to understand the world for what it is. And I think personally that there is harm and privilege of living in a bubble or not listening to the news because it makes you too sad, but like we have to face reality and understand the world around us so that we can face it and figure it out and live appropriately to our surroundings and our settings and our environment. And that last piece of mental health is gonna be the ability to cope with reality. So once we understand the world, once we understand all of the challenges, we get our knowledge, then we have to be able to actually cope. We have to be able to deal with things. And that includes being true to yourself and to your reality and making choices that fit your situations. We can't replicate someone else's life and do exactly what someone else does because that's not our exact situation. So we have to figure out what we need. And One big thing about our mental health dimension, which I think is what John Morant is struggling with, is that whenever we do have issues, we have to be really, really concerned and mindful of what vices are we turning to. So are we turning to healthy things to make us better, or are we turning to things that really can negatively affect our lives even more. So when we are upset or when we are sad or when we are angry or when we are challenged, are we turning to books and podcasts like the Beyond Ordinary show? Are we turning to our friends and family? Are we talking about things? Are we trying to figure things out? Or are we doing something negative? Are we trying to drink away our problems? Are we trying to smoke to disappear are we trying to turn to violence or harm or self-deprecation right we have to figure out how we are choosing to cope and choosing to deal with things and when we are doing those things even if let's say you have a bad day you want to have a drink i'm not saying that's bad right but are we using that vice are we using that coping mechanism to heal us or to avoid what the actual problem is, right? Because even something that is supposed to be good for us, like working out, right? Like I I just had an entire episode about how we should take care of ourselves physically. But if we start having an issue, let's say we have a terrible breakup and we go, I'm going to get in the gym. And we start just working out, working out, working out, working out, instead of trying to address those emotions, trying to understand what happened with us, what happened in the relationship, how we can change, how we can fix ourselves, how we can get better, right? Then like really that thing that's supposed to be positive is actually becoming a different vice, right? So what we need to do is understand our own mind, understand our own mentality. And we need to get an understanding of when we're not okay. And I can't tell you what exactly that is, right? Because I don't know you so intimately like that. But when you find that your vices are getting out of control, when you find that you feel completely overwhelmed, essentially when there's an interference with your daily life, that's when you know your mental health is kind of starting to spiral out of control. And if you know the why, you can fix it. If you're struggling, with things if something is interfering with your mindset with your headspace with your daily life then first thing we need to do is to face that problem we have to say nope i'm not okay and then we have to identify the problem because if we can identify what the issue is we can take the steps to fix them which is the next thing so we have face the problem identify the problem and then take action and i think it's also really important to understand the common issues that we may actually be facing some of them could be anxiety that's going to be intense fear or worry Um, some symptoms you might be facing or having if you struggle with anxiety would be heart rate increasing difficulty breathing or your breathing being like right like just (laughs) labor breathing that's the word for it um You could be sweating whether it's your palms your armpits your back i don't know you know if you're wet figure it out um you could also have an upset stomach so those are going to be some symptoms of anxiety and there's different forms of anxiety too there's just generalized anxiety disorder so that's going to be that extreme or unrealistic worries about daily things even things that you know that you're very capable of doing Um, it could be panic attacks it could be phobias it could be ocd obsessive compulsive disorder it could be ptsd and it's also important to understand whether you have anxiety or someone else has anxiety that this could happen with perceived good or bad situations like people are anxious and it doesn't necessarily have a reason or a good reason so why it's happening might not make a lot of sense another common issue is going to be depression so i really want people to understand what depression is because a lot of times it's really trendy to just throw out the word like, "Oh my God, I'm so depressed," but like, really, you just were sad for like an hour. Settle down. But real depression is actually going to be that feeling of hopelessness, loneliness, emptiness, and inability to care, or or inab- inability to care. You know, if you have all four, that makes sense. But also, ooh, that's sad. And you know, I'm throwing out all the audio to you today. Listen to this. This one, this one, I actually find funny but also dark humor. Brush their teeth. People's depression gets so bad they kill themselves, Shannon. Depression can get really out of hand. You could experience a lack of energy. You could experience difficulty sleeping or concentrating, irritability, anger, hostility, negative thoughts, just not wanting to take care of yourself because it's really hard to even want to wake up or be on this earth. And... If this keeps happening over extended time, it can really interfere with your life, have very serious effects, including wanting to unalive yourself, which we don't want it to happen to anyone, right? So depression is very serious. It's also a, a common mental health issue. Another one is ADHD, which I'm a proud owner of. So... ADHD is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. That's a technical name. I hate that name because it does not present itself like that, especially the hyperactivity part in everyone. It presents itself in various ways, but it typically involves difficulty focusing or concentrating, trouble organizing and completing your tasks. With that concentrating, definitely, if you are trying to listen for directions, you can kind of get lost in those words. You can become bored or easily distracted typically involves procrastination, but those are like the bad symptoms. Let's ignore those, those aren't fun. I like to think of ADHD as a superpower. So when I'm thinking of ADHD as a superpower, I think of my ability to focus on multiple inputs. I can take in sounds and conversations and do things with my hands and type without looking, and and I can figure those things out because my brain is capable of working in multiple directions. I, have conversations and my brain is connecting those dots from all over the place not just like singular focus which can be upsetting for some people but typically it turns out really fun um also with that hyperactivity I get in hyper focus and have abundant in energy on what interests me so when I first got into doing this podcast my very first episode which was it was like a 20 minute episode I spent like six hours on it because i was just so interested in trying to figure it out and make it perfect and recording it and listening and recording it right so that's fun um, it can help you be spontaneous can give you unique perspectives but really adhd is an executive functioning issue so the front part of our brain that helps us organize our thoughts organize our time it just doesn't work the same as everybody else and that's fine and so those are three really common mental health issues and It's also important to understand most mental issues or disorders are a result of our brain chemistry. So our serotonin, our dopamine, anything else that's going in there, we need those in balance. And when we have too much or too little, our brain chemistry becomes off and that's gonna affect how we act and how we think. So if any of those three things are affecting you or something else, it's important to understand when to get help, right? I don't always have an issue with my ADHD, but I know that when I do, that there are resources I can turn to. Just like whatever's going on in your life or whatever's going on in your loved one's lives, we can figure out if we face that problem, if we identify that problem and we start taking action, we can figure out what we need to do to help ourselves and others. And don't be afraid to go to therapy. Don't be afraid to figure out by talking to a professional what it is that's bothering you, right? Like if I broke my arm, I wouldn't just look at my arm and be like, ah, it'll be okay. It's fine, right? Like these are doctors for our brain and they are just as important as any other doctor. We want to go in, we want to fix ourselves, we want to figure it out. And then after doing the thing to like get our arm back in place, we have to rehab it, right? If we want it to function properly, that's gonna be that therapy, that's gonna be that ongoing conversation, that's gonna be helping us figure out, organize our lives again. And it's perfectly normal, it's perfectly okay. There shouldn't be a stigma around going to get help. What you don't wanna do is you don't wanna isolate yourself. We don't live on an island I mean, that actually sounds wonderful, but like, we don't wanna be deserted. We don't wanna feel like no one cares about us because I promise you someone does. And if you don't think that, like send me an email, right? Like I I will be the person who takes care of you and loves you, all of that. But definitely don't isolate yourself from your people. Spending time with people, socializing gives us joy. Um, If you need to, take your meds if necessary, right? There's a lot of stigma around taking meds for whatever might be going on, whether that's depression or ADHD or anxiety or anything. But it's really important for you to think about this question and how you wanna answer it, right? Would you rather pretend to be neurotypical? Like, would you rather pretend that everything is working and functioning properly? Or would you rather be okay? I'm always gonna choose I'd rather be okay than pretend to be something that I'm not, right? And. As I'm having these conversations, right, I'm, I'm not gonna assume that anything's going on with you. I'm sure that you are perfectly mentally healthy and independent and strong-willed and you've got the mentality of a bull. I don't know, right? But just in case, if you just wanna help others because you're a beyond ordinary person, then what we can do and what's the most helpful thing you can do for somebody is to just lead with empathy You wanna help them function whenever is possible, right? Like let's think about what they're going through. If they're struggling to get out of bed and struggling to get dressed and struggling to go to appointments, if they're struggling to have decent things and like keep things clean, right? Then help them function. If that means that like you have to go over there and help them clean their house, be a good friend. If it means that your partner's struggling and they are too overwhelmed set an appointment for them. If your bestie is just stuck in the house and stuck in the bed and they're just eating a bunch of ice cream, take them outside, let them touch some grass. You really wanna understand how they're acting isn't a reflection about their feelings for you, right? Like nothing that they're doing to try to handle and deal with their life says something about their feelings for you. They're struggling mentally and that's really stressful. And some people handle stress well, but it's really difficult to handle stress well when you aren't mentally healthy because you're already struggling to just handle daily life. So there's there's five big stressors in life. There's the death of a loved one. There's divorce. There's moving. There's serious illness or injury. And there's job loss. When any of these five things are happening, don't expect people to be okay. And if they seem okay, they probably are not. So we definitely want to lead with that empathy, not take things personally and try to figure out ways to help them. And if you're the person going through any of those five things or a different stressor, also make sure that you're not trying to just pretend your way to being okay. This isn't one of those fake it till you make it things. However, we can adjust our way that we think about stress. So stress affects us mentally and i listened to a ted talk um and health psychologist kelly mcgonigal um, she did a stress study and she found that if you change your mind about stress you can change your body's response to stress by changing how you think about your stress and yes i just said stress a lot of times but i mean it can change it enough change your body's response enough to actually extend your life instead of having a stress-induced heart attack at like 50 years old. Uh, Let's listen to it real quick. Because hopefully the next time your heart is pounding from stress, you're going to remember this talk and you're gonna think to yourself, this is my body helping me rise to this challenge. And when you view stress in that way, your body believes you and your stress response becomes healthier. So essentially, if you think of stress as good for you, your body will respond accordingly. And instead of constricting our blood flow or negatively impacting your mind, your mind will appreciate your body's reaction to the stress because your mentality towards stress is, I'm gonna get through this and be okay. And that's really what it's all about when we're talking about mental health. We wanna understand that if we face a problem, we identify that problem and we take action, that one day we're going to be okay. And I mean, what I really take from that is everything happens in our minds, whether it's disorders or stressful life events. We just need to find ways to orient ourselves toward having a healthy mind, a healthy mentality, and thus being able to have a healthy beyond ordinary life. So I want to end with some tips here that you can use for yourself or you can use with a loved one who is struggling mentally. One, spend some time in nature. Seriously, get outside, touch grass. I know if you're in the North or the Midwest, it might be a little cold right now, but when you take in some sunlight, you're gonna feel good, you're gonna feel better. Vitamin D is so good for us and if you can't get enough of it, go get some over-the-counter B12, go get some over-the-counter D vitamins, but make sure that when you can you're stepping outside you're touching grass you're taking a walk Um, it's so good for us to reconnect with the earth and you also want to develop some strategies for reducing your stress there's tons of strategies you can use whether it's meditation or breathing or uh, spending time relaxing or journaling i i know that i do those at different times but you need to figure out what works for you so that you can breathe and relax and be able to cope with whatever's going on, or so if you do have a problem, you can relax your mind and allow yourself to focus on fixing it and you know being curious using that intellectual ability. It's also important to set and work towards some goals. So we've talked about goal setting before, But really what happens when we set goals is we start feeling good about ourselves. Accomplishing things feels nice, it feels rewarding, it's gonna give us better self-esteem and that self-esteem is gonna help us have a better mindset and mentality. This one seems super cheesy, but you also wanna have some fun. Um, So if you're having fun, if you're having joy, then that's gonna boost our brain chemicals, make us have a better mentality overall. Also, it's really just nice. It's nice to have some fun every now and then, right? You want to focus on the good, not the bad. I actually saw another video, just curating everything for you guys. And the guy was pretty much saying, are you happy? And the people would be like, no. And then the guy said, would a million dollars make you happy? They were like, yeah, absolutely. He said, would a million dollars be enough to like not ruin your mood at all? You'd be walking around happy. You'd be excited. And they were like, absolutely. Yeah, a million dollars would change my life. So then the guy says, okay, let's make it 10 million. People are like, oh yeah, okay, right here. Give it to me. They said, all right, what if I told you I was going to give you $10 million? People got excited. And then they said, but if I give you the $10 million, you won't wake up tomorrow. You're going to die. And then everyone was like, wait, what? No, I don't, I want to live. I don't want $10 million if it's going to cost me my life. And he goes, so what you're saying is you being alive, you waking up tomorrow is worth more than $10 million. And people went, absolutely. Of course it is. And then the message there is why don't we always wake up feeling like nothing can get us down and we're happy and nothing can break our mood because every single day that we wake up is worth more than having 10 million dollars and i mean it's just it's just a message that we don't really think of sometimes we don't think about how blessed we are when we just exist and we're here and we're loved and we're real and if we're starting to focus our minds on that good and not the bad, we can realize how lucky we are, how blessed we are to be here. And that can, that can really change your mindset, it can change your mentality. And that's what we're here to do. Also, maintain your close relationships, focus on the people that care about you. I know it gets hard when, when you're living a busy life, you feel stressed, but if you can take some time out of your day, send a text make a quick phone call, write a card, write a note, leave a Facebook post, whatever you need to do, but definitely help people to understand that you care about them. And in turn, they're gonna realize like, oh yeah, I care about them too. And then both of you are gonna go through that healing process with your mental health. And, you know, last but not least, just be conscious of what you're inputting, right? If I want to have a good mentality and I wanna be mentally healthy, I'm gonna be consuming things that make me feel that way. I'm gonna be putting good messages in, I'm gonna be reading things that make me feel good, make me feel better, make me dream bigger. And I'm gonna be really conscious to not be around negativity, to not be doing those vices that make me even more unhealthy so then I feel even worse, right? And I'm not gonna allow myself to spiral because I'm putting too many good messages into my life, which is why I'm doing the Beyond Ordinary show. Every single week I get a focus on something that not only makes me better, but makes everyone better who's listening, right? So please also share this with your people. If you think that it could help them, we'd really appreciate it. Ultimately though, we don't have to fix people, but it is our responsibility to be there for the people we care about because we're Beyond Ordinary. And that's what Beyond Ordinary people do. It all goes back to those three basic steps. Callous your mind, show up and show out, and be you. And hopefully this conversation is what helps you to recognize what your brain needs. And when we recognize what our brain needs, we can figure out what we need mentally. And that's just another step toward achieving wellness and living a Beyond Ordinary life. As always, It's been an honor. Remember, don't settle for ordinary. You're beyond that. See you next Tuesday. The Beyond Ordinary Show podcast is brought to you by Ellie Nelly and hosted by Jasmine Patterson. To get in touch with your host, email jasmine at beyondordinary at ellinelly.com. To support our sponsor, Ellie Nelly, visit ellinelly.com. Ellie Nelly creates comfortable clothes and unique gifts for Beyond Ordinary people. You can support the Beyond Ordinary show and grab some dope Ellie Nelly gear at www.ellinelly.com. That's E-L-I-N-E-L-L-Y dot com. Use the code Beyond Ordinary, one word, all lowercase, to save 10% on your first purchase. Now that's the end of the show. Go out and be Beyond Ordinary. Remember, love you. See you next Tuesday.